Hey guys, in today's podcast, we're going to take a trip down memory lane and really reflect on my decision to leave the previous trading company that I used to work with and go on to start tier one trading. But before we get into that, I want you to head over to the website, www.tier1trading.com. Check out that 14-day trial. It's risk-free, commitment-free, meaning you get a lot of stuff and there's no auto bill or anything like that. Now, the one thing that I do ask before doing so is make sure you're ready. The worst possible thing you can do is sign up for your 14-day trial and waste it. So make sure you're in the position where you can dedicate the time, you can go through the content, and you can really immerse yourself in learning. And seeing how we're at the, the holiday season, do this. Shoot me an email before you sign up, akil at tier1trading.com. Let me know when you're thinking about signing up. That way, I can tell you if everything is gonna be open, right? In the holidays, we tend to cut off the live rooms. We have a trip coming up. So I wanna make sure that you can take full advantage of the platform during that trial period. So shoot me an email, akil at tier1trading.com, and let's get started with this episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Around this time, about a year ago, is when I made what's probably the most important decision in my life. Now, I want to apologize in advance if you guys hear me sipping some coffee, gulping, maybe burping. This is kind of my reflection period. Saturday night, I got you know no college football games on that I want to see. It's time for me to just be one with my thoughts, sit on the couch with a mirror, and kind of talk to myself. But I was thinking about this because I recently had a friend who basically went ahead and took the leap, right? Took the jump to start his own business. I saw a little uh, thing go across social media about a new website he got. And I said, oh, wait a minute. I sent him a text. Hey, what are you doing here? Is this uh, something new? Something you want to tell me about? I'm always interested in, in hearing new business ventures. I always like to applaud people that are taking the leap because it's so very, very, very hard. And he said, yeah, he said, right now I'm kind of testing it out. I don't know if it's something that is just going to be used for an additional stream of income or something that I can really follow through in for the future. And either way, it's awesome. Nothing wrong putting a feeler out there, kind of dipping your toe in, seeing if it works before, you know, jumping and going full time. And this guy's got a family and everything. So it's a little bit uh, hard for him to just kind of leave everything behind. In fact, the only person I know that did that was my business partner, John Bomberg. If you heard that podcast interview where he's got five kids, he said, F it, I'm done. And just kind of said, I'll figure it out later. Now, that takes guts and determination, but he's a different type of dude. Um, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to partner with him so bad. He, he, he builds me up and brings me up so, uh, so well. But Many of you are looking at this, and I said this is the biggest decision that I made last year to stop working with the other trading company. Well, what about when you originally started, Akil? We, we heard your story. You say your, your big thing is, hey, you quit three jobs and, and, and threw everything out and said, I'm going trading full time. And yeah, that's true. But understand that was at a much different point of my life, right? I was, what, 
24 years old. I was, you know, living in an apartment or living in a rental property that I own with three other roommates. It's kind of basically an apartment, but technically I owned it. Um, living in a, in a, a house with three other roommates, uh, didn't really have a lot of bills, didn't have any family, had a girlfriend at the time, but that's about it. Really no commitments, really no risk. I, you know, at the time I can do whatever I want. Plus, I was 24 years old, so I had plenty of time to fail. Keep in mind, this was in the middle of the recession anyway, so it's, you know, <laughs> it was it was good. It, the same thing as, as being fired from a job or not being able to get one, right? My situation wasn't even, uh, wasn't any worse. So when I look back at that, I say, you know, it was really a risk-free trade. And, and maybe risk-free is not the right word. There's always risk in it, but... Uh, the risk was very, very small, minimal. The reward was very, very large. And that really, that, that was something that I took into account when making that decision. Now, you fast forward to 2017, right? It's a, it's a different story, right? I've established myself as a trader, right? I've got my feet wet managing money successfully, but I didn't enjoy it. I did not want to go back to it, but it is an option. It was something that you have in your back pocket, um, and I had gotten into trading education, which originally I, I had no plans of doing. It was just a way to supplement my income um, since I didn't want to manage money anymore. But I ended up falling in love with it and really taking it seriously as a business, right? Many of you guys don't realize that. When I first got into trading education, I didn't really care about the business aspect of it. It was just like, hey, I'm doing it, whatever brings in extra revenue, blah, 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 blah. But once I kind of fell in love with teaching, once I started seeing the success stories of the, the traders I was working with, I started wanting to get better. I said, man, I'm really having an impact. And, and me in life, you know, everything I, I do, and I, I really realized this the older I got, but everything I do, it, it wants to be impactful, right? I, I understand that the most important thing for me is legacy, right? We all have X amount of years on this planet. Let's say I live to be 70, right? I, 80, that, that would be great, right? The question is, will I live after I'm dead? Or will the internet take one day to celebrate me? Will my friends and family remember me one day a year? And poof, will, will, will I be gone? Or can I live on by the impact that I've had on others? Can I be somewhat legendary in, in, in a sense, you know, it's amazing what we can do with social media these days, right? Because, you know, everything is online. I'm doing this podcast. I'm doing my videos. These things will last online forever. It's incredible. It doesn't seem like much now, but, you know, hopefully 50 years after I'm gone, people, traders that want to learn can come back and listen to this podcast. Some of you are listening to this very episode right now after I'm dead and, it's giving you knowledge. It's helping you. I'm, I'm continuing to help from the other side, whatever that may be. It's incredible. I don't want to get too deep into that and get all morbid and weird on you guys, right? Uh, but it's true, right? This is lasting forever and, 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 and it's helping you. And, and when it helps you, it helps you help others. And it has that, that domino impact where it just, it just continues to reach more and more and more and more people. And it's amazing. And when I started realizing that, I started falling more in love with the coaching side. And when I started falling more in love with the coaching side, I started concentrating more and more on it as a business. And, you know, it came to a point where, I loved what I do. I loved what I did. I loved who I was working with, right? Understand this, right? I, I worked with the other company. 
right? I'm not saying their name on purpose because I don't want I don't want to seem like there's any anger or anything like that out there. there. There's not at all. I worked with the other company for a while, and the thing about me, Akil Stokes, as a person, right? Um, I don't really have a middle ground. I'm kind of an extremist, right? I like my I like my cold drinks ice cold. I like my hot drinks uh, piping hot. Speaking of that, give me a second. Mess around and let the coffee get warm. <laughs> Hypocrite, right? There we go, right? I am either untrusting of you, meaning I, I don't, if I don't know you, I don't trust you at all, very, very paranoid, or I am loyal to a fault. And there's really no middle ground. And being mentored by Jason Stapleton, who was, you know, one of the most important people in my life from a you know, from a, a trading perspective, from a, a business perspective, for, for a, from a life perspective, um, was a blessing. And being able to give back through the company that he built, right, him and Todd Brown, the company that they built, um, it worked because it was, it felt like a family. It felt right. It, it, it just, it was, it just felt like the right mix. And, when I made the decision, when, when, when I, I, I took a break over to Thanksgiving holiday and, you know, many of you guys think that, you know, whatever happened at the other company happened, you know, within a month or something like that, it had been building up for a long time. And, and there was a lot of a lot of gray clouds over what was happening. And, and, you know, when the dust started to settle, I had some time to think about what I really wanted to do. And I was really caught in between a rock and a hard place, right? I, I, I wasn't necessarily on board with some of the some of the decisions that were being made by new management, quote unquote new management. But I was also loyal to the people that I had worked with for years and years and years. And they just weren't coworkers; they were families. I mean, I I went over to these people's houses. I've had dinner. I played with their kids. Our wives have met. It's it's. You know, it was, it was much deeper than just, you know, a person that you see nine to five Monday through Friday. And at the end of the day, I made a decision based off of my heart. Right. Based off of my heart. I turned the brain off. I let my heart decide. I said, what do you think, heart? And. My heart was pointing in the same direction the entire time. My, my brain kept trying to point in the other direction, but I made a decision off my heart. And it was a tough decision, right? Obviously, for the personal reasons of, of, of leaving people that I've worked with for years and years and years, knowing that the relationships wouldn't be the same. At the time, I was probably the face of the company, um, and I knew that could have somewhat of a destructive nature. And it was tough. But not only that, I was at a much different point in my life, right? Remember before when I quit three jobs, no responsibilities, right? <laughs> no responsibilities. But you fast forward nearly 10 years later, I've got a wife. I've got a, a, a house with 28 years of mortgage left on it. A big house, probably bigger than what we need, but the wife liked it. And you guys know, happy wife, happy life. I've got a, 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 a young child. I've got another child on the way that no one knew about. It was tough because 
it's hard to throw uh, throw away a source of income when you've got a lot going on. And understand this, right? I'm 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 at, at this time as well as far as the real estate business was going, right? I'm I'm very aggressive when I'm younger. I'm very aggressive when I'm younger because I can afford to be. And a lot of the money that I was bringing in was going straight to my real estate business. Because again, right, houses are very, very, very cheap. They're not going to be very, very, very cheap for a long time. I'm trying to invest and establish as much as I can before those houses, before those prices go up and I could potentially profit. And I had a plan mapped out, right? This money goes to that, that money I don't touch, right? The trading money, you don't touch the trading money, let it roll over in the account. You take the business money, right? You throw that into real estate, you use that to pay the bills and whatnot. It's all planned out and it's all running like a smooth, uh, smooth machine. But to make a big decision where you're cutting off a, a big income stream, that can throw everything else off. And that was always in the back of my mind. How does this affect my family? And typically you have a lot of time to plan for this. You know, I like planning months in advance, but this was something that came up rather quickly. And what it comes down to is trusting yourself. Trusting yourself. Do you play it safe or do you trust yourself and go for it? And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and I said, Akil, you're a winner. And I mean that in the humblest way possible. I don't mean that as I'm better than anyone else, but I am a winner, meaning somehow, some way, I've always found a way to win at life. I may not find that way the first time through, the second time through, the third time through. It may not be pretty, but I've always found a way to win. Do you trust yourself to find a a way to win once again? And the question or the answer was yes. The answer was yes, I yes, I do. I I do trust myself. So I remember typing up a a nice letter um, telling them that, hey, I'm no longer going to be providing my services to that company. And I remember emailing it out and it was a, a sense of relief. A massive sense of relief because it was something I knew I should be doing. Something I was fighting myself on doing. And once that that send button was hit, I was free. The next big question was what now? (laughs) Now that you're free, what now? I remember back in the day when I got, uh, you know, when I quit the three jobs, it was the same thing. I was free. No more 12-hour work days. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. And then in the midst of that boredom, after you play so many rounds of Call of Duty, after you watch so many uh, movies on Netflix, you kind of sit there and like, oh, what should I be doing now? What's the next step, Akil? Life doesn't wait for you. And I started mapping out the plan on, on how I wanted to move forward for the future. Right. How I wanted to build my education business, how I wanted to potentially go back into managing money, at least in the the short term. Right. And. Fortunately. 
all the right pieces fell into place around the same time. That's, that's, that was a sign. That's, that's how I kind of knew, hey, this thing is going to work. Because I was just about to reach out to Darren, right? I know nothing about technology. I'm horrible. I've done websites in the past, but they are the most basic websites you can imagine. I was about to reach out to Darren saying, hey, man, I'm going to need you to build me an awesome website. And before I can hit send on that text, guess what I got? I got a message from Darren saying, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. And it was meant to be. At the same time, I've still been in communication with Jason Greystone. He had an idea of what he wanted to do. Bigger picture. His idea fit what we wanted to do. Bigger picture. And it had to be what? Late December? Maybe a week or two before Christmas? We just all got together and said, hey, we're going to do it. We don't know exactly what we're going to do yet as far as the details go, but we're going to do it. Let's get rolling. And how I had so much confidence that we were going to be successful is really due to something that I learned on a, a TV show, right? I told you Jason Stapleton was a, a mentor of mine, is a mentor of mine. One of the things that he told me uh, very, very early on, he showed me was his TV show called The Prophet. Brilliant show, comes on CNBC, um, entrepreneur, business owner, Marcus Limonis. And what he does, is he goes in, he, he takes small businesses that are struggling. He goes in, um, takes in a percentage of ownership for the, most, uh, for the most part and tries to turn them around. And he preaches the three P's. Right. The three P's to success. People. Process. Product. People, process, product, people, process, product. And they're in that order for a reason. Right. The most important part of business. Are the people that you're working with. If you are working with good people, good things will happen. If you are working with the right people, the right things will happen. You are essentially a product of who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with very successful, ambitious people, there's a good chance that's going to rub off on you. If you surround yourself with lazy, uninspired, non-motivated individuals, there's a good chance you'll be one of the same. And from a business perspective, something that I've learned over the years is that you also want to surround yourself with people who are different from you. Yes, you all want to share the, the same core principles. Yes, you all want to have the, the same big picture idea, but you guys should have different strengths. Almost uh, every one of these episodes, I do a, a sports analogy because I'm I'm a sports nerd, right? Think about it like uh, a basketball team. LeBron James, right? Best player in the NBA, arguably one of the best players or the best player of all time. You would think if you put three LeBron Jameses on the same team, 
then your team would be unstoppable. But it's a little bit bigger than that. It's more about chemistry. If LeBron James needs the ball to score, if he's not really a a jump shooter, if he needs to have the ball in his hand to score and distribute, and you have three of him, but only one basketball, does that make much sense? On the other side, you have a team like the Golden State Warriors who are probably going to win their, well, I shouldn't say that, they're a little beat up this year, but have won two, um, four to what, four to five last, uh, three to four last NBA championships. A very balanced team. They have a LeBron James type guy who can handle the ball, who can shoot, who can pass, who can play defense and Kevin Durant. They have Steph Curry who can create his own shots, good off the pick and roll, probably one of the best shooters of all time. They have Klay Thompson, doesn't need the ball in his hands. This man dropped 60 points once, taking, I think, like eight dribbles the entire game. Doesn't need the ball. He gets open on his own. They got Draymond Green, who does the dirty work, right? They have four different pieces all doing different things, and it works together in an unstoppable unit. And that's what we were forming. We had three people with three different strengths. All working, all right, the same desire, the same motivation, all working hard, right, on each side of that pyramid, creating something magical in the middle. You work with good people, you get good results. Now, it's not just having good people to work with, but it's being a good person at heart. And one of the biggest question marks that we had is, are clients going to come with us? And we didn't know. We put all the course material out, right? We spent six weeks of... uh, chugging coffee and Red Bull and, and, and really just becoming slaves to our computers to put a massive amount of content out for a big launch that we weren't sure if anyone would attend. But to our surprise, I don't want to say expectation, but our, to our surprise, a lot of the people that worked with us at the previous company joined us at the new one. And when we were looking for feedback and asking them why, we said, well, because we like you as people. We like you as people. And if any of you guys are listening to this, that that plan on going into trading education, plan on going to, to money management, signal services, whatever you want to do, understand this, right? You are the brand. You, the individual. People aren't buying your product. They're buying you. All the information that is taught on trading is on the internet. You can find it. You may not be able to learn it the same way. It's going to take you a little bit longer, but you can find it. People are investing in us. And that's very important. Again, surrounding yourself with good people. Next was the process, right? The process in which we want to do something, right? We had a lot of years of of educating traders, right? We've worked with thousands and thousands and thousands of traders from over 100 uh, countries, right? 
And we've made a lot of mistakes, right? One of the best ways to learn in business and in life in general is, is by experience. You, you try something, you make a mistake, you learn from it. Every once in a while, you try something that works and you write it down. And we tried a lot of things over the years um, in as far as coaching, education, launches, training, what have you. But we never really made any adjustments. We never were able to really do and, and, and really experiment with some of the ideas that we wanted to. For various reasons. But given this fresh start, we were, we were able to look back and, and see what we did, what worked, what didn't work. And really experiment with a, a brand new idea. And, and to give credit, this was, a, this was a brand new idea that Jason Stapleton wanted to do. I remember when he first called me about it, he was like, hey, Akil, you want to do something crazy? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, he's ex-military. So I'm like, hey, what does he mean by crazy? You know, jump out of a plane or something like that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would do it, but I don't know. And he brought this new business model. He's like, what do you think? Because he knows I'm, I'm an honest guy. I'm going I'm to tell him what it is. I'm pretty even keel. Um, I'm a, probably a, a neutral person for him to, to bounce an idea off of. And first I was like, uh, I don't really know about that, man. But then I thought about it. And over days and over weeks, I got back to him. I'm like, you know what? That's crazy enough to work. So we had this big plan. We put together a lot of content. We had this big idea, but we were never able to actually implement it because of all of the stuff that was going on in the background with the quote unquote new management. And when it came time to decide how we were going to set up our concept, our process at tier one trading, right? We said, why not experiment with this idea, right? We're doing all this in six weeks anyway. We're just, it's crazy enough starting a business in six weeks. Trust me. Why not just go all in with the craziness and, and try something crazy? And that crazy was offering everything we have for a very low price. Right? If you guys are with us before, we had training courses that cost $5,000. We had live rooms, which are what? 197 uh uh, $200 a month. We had uh, daily videos, which was, I think it was 97 a month, I think it was, right? All these different things you can choose from, which if you chose all of them, you'd have a very substantial bill. We said, you know what? We're going to make things easy, not just on you as the client, but as us, as far as managing uh, all the orders and whatnot. And we're just going to give you everything. We're going to give you everything. We're going to do it for a stupid, dumb, cheap price. And we're going to hope that we don't put ourselves out of business because we, we underpriced ourselves. And there was no gimmick in doing this. Right? There was no gimmick in doing this. We did it for two reasons. One, over the years, we spoke to a lot of traders that wanted to be involved in the courses but couldn't afford the $5,000 price tag. I can't tell you how many traders that have, have contacted me and said, Keel, I love your stuff. I want to do it. I just don't have $5,000 to invest. And that is a pretty substantial investment. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's worth every penny. But it's hard to do. And, and, and we're neglecting a, a big section of people that support us. 
So we want to make it cheap so that more people can get involved because the number one goal isn't to take your money, right? If that was the goal, we'd charge a lot more for what we do. The number one goal is to reach and teach and educate traders. Now, with that being said, we still have to run a business, right? Businesses cost money to run. My time costs money, right? So there needs to be some type of arrangement where we get paid for doing what we do. But if we can make it as cheap as possible, it's better for both parties. So we, we ended up on a very cheap pr tr uh, price point. We crossed our fingers that we can actually make money to cover our costs for running the business. But we did it not just to reach more traders, but because it allowed us to be more open as coaches. Right. One of the things I hated, Jason Greystone is the same way. We talked a lot about this. One of the things that I hated in the past was that we had so many different people that we worked with every day and different people were at different levels. So someone was a, a transformation member. Someone was just a syndicate member. Another person was a live room member. And it was very hard to explain to them and really answer their questions because we didn't know where they were at. Like, does this person know about 2618s? Because I can't teach a lesson to him on 2618s if he doesn't know about it I can't give that as my answer oh but this person does but I can talk to him this way but I don't want to give away this to that person and it was like we were hiding stuff it was like we were hiding information it was like ah it, it was weird with this new concept of of doing everything it was just hey we can just give you everything at once we can just be open and, 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 and fully transparent as coaches and just give you everything because everyone has access to everything. And then lastly, another crazy feature that we want to do was the, the networking feature, creating an open chat. I, I had done this in the past and it failed miserably. It had failed miserably. But... It wasn't a controlled chat. Well, I shouldn't say controlled. It was it was a it was a it was a group chat, a, a group page on Facebook. And the big concern I had about opening a, another community network type of deal is that eventually you get the the rotten apple. And you guys know the saying when rotten apple spoils the bunch, right? Eventually you get that. And the biggest question was this. And this was probably one of the last things that we decided on. How much do we trust our clients? How much do we trust the people that we work with? So it's not just about trusting the people that are in the business. It's about trusting you guys as well. And I remember having a conversation with a few of you guys saying, hey, here's what, we're wanting, here's what we want to do. Can you help hold people accountable? Can I count on you to be in there, to create a positive atmosphere, to not let this thing get out of hand? And we had a few traders that stepped up and they said, you know what? I can do that. I want to do that. So we took a shot. We said, let's give it a try. We'll give it a few months. If it goes horribly, horribly wrong, we'll just boom. Take it away. And by taking that risk of, of doing something that has failed before and doing it in a slightly different way, having that, that hope that it could work, having the trust in you guys to, to make it work, 
that ended up being probably the best decision we ever made. If there's one common praise that we hear at Tier 1 Trading, it is about the community network. It is about we've been able to create a place where people feel like they belong. We've been able to create an, an open room an open lounge where traders can walk in and walk out, sit down, have coffee, talk, chat, share ideas, a place where they can just be with other traders. They don't have to worry about the outside noise. They don't have to worry about Pip God and his funky ideas. They don't have to worry about Trader A trying to sell them a magic system. They can surround themselves with successful individuals, both inside and outside of trading, right? Many of our clients are very well-established business owners, and they've been helping other clients with different aspects of their business. And it's amazing. It's much deeper than trading. It's winning. It's success at a higher level. The common theme of trading may have got everyone through the door, but it's much deeper than that. It's building winners. It's surrounding success with more success, creating even greater success. It is amazing. This is the thing that got us mentioned in Forbes magazine. This type of innovative way of learning, this positive peer pressure, this external accountability, This is the future. And it all started because I followed my heart. Darren followed his heart. Greystone followed his heart. We had an idea. We were nervous. We were scared. But we said, F it. Let's do it. We trusted ourselves. We trusted you guys. And because of that, we've been able to create the greatest trading education platform out there. Thank you.